Hello, welcome back to Betch Slaps. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And it is the week after 4th of July, and I don't think anyone is in it. Nope. Don't want to do anything. Exactly. It's it's the Monday after. I feel like August is known as the month where nothing happens, but I feel like July is like almost the pregame for doing nothing in August. Yeah. I mean, I I haven't worked in like 10 days, (laughs) so I really... I feel like I'll never work again. <laughs> what do you think is the most productive month of the year? September or I think September. I feel like September, or April, December. maybe. December, no. No, no, not December. Um, January. January. January yeah. I feel like people come back a little refreshed. Yeah. But it's also like the, yeah, because it's also the longest month of the year. Is it? I mean, it's not, but like it feels like it. Well, it's, well, here's the thing. You're cold. So it's not like you're dying to get outside to like be somewhere else. Right. And like it gets dark really early. There's so like nothing else to do besides work. I feel like in yeah. January. Yeah. And even if, even like February. Honestly. Yeah. Well, fe- February is, the, as we know, the worst month. It is. The worst Although month. Betches was founded in February. So good thing there is a February. Well, there was nothing else to do because it was the worst month. Right. We should rank the months one day. We should like compare the months to celebrities or, you know. Yeah. I think the worst, the, the worst months are like actually the most creative months because... Because There's, you feel the worst. You're right. You feel terrible. There's not much else to do. Yeah. And like, I, so it's good. It, life life has a good yin and yang yeah. like that. It's all balanced. Right. Well, this, yes. Very sad. <laughs> when, you know I arrived, when I arrived at my desk this morning, I was like, fuck, I'm never doing anything again. I was like, I can't imagine writing an email. <laughs> you just got, it'd be funnier if you just got up and walked out. I, I honestly <laughs> almost did, but I was like, I, got the, I, I have more respect for I these people I, than that. I think I've done that before maybe you did like two weeks I ago I did that a couple weeks ago I was Except just like, it was more like a half hour right I was here for half hour I was just like I gotta get the fuck out of here yeah yeah it's just oh, the just, perks man. of being your own boss yeah for more on, on motivational career shit check out our book that's coming out you can pre-order it very soon if not now I'm not exactly sure what the date is yeah for pre-order it is on Amazon but it, the cover isn't up yet I think well you should pre-order it it's called I have it's called When's Happy Hour. Sorry, that was our second book. It's called When's Happy Hour, How to Work Hard So You Can Hardly Work, Just yeah. Like Us. We There was yeah. a time we worked very hard and it was earlier this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, the truth... Okay, this morning I kind of woke up. I was like, I wish we were still writing this book so I could stay home and write it. Right? I had that I thought. I was writing like, can I book. edit? Yeah. Can, we, can we edit a little more today? <laughs> like, what's the deal? When I edited that day of editing was like... The, the greatest day. It was the best. I took a little Adderall, to be honest. And then like, I just like flew through it and I loved every second of it. Right. And also I think you and I are, are more inclined towards like sitting and writing and being in a cave and like writing. Right. That, that, it is what we're good at. That's how this we're business not social started. Creatures. No, this business started because we were good at writing. It started as a blog. Right. We loved writing and that's why we're here because of that. Yeah. So, so our book contains a lot of good shit. Yeah. We do. It's something we enjoy. So you guys yeah. should definitely check and it he, out. Here's what I think sets it apart from all the other career books out there is that this is a book written for people who are not like your naturally high powered career people. Like if we were working at, let's say like a huge company like Pepsi, Mm -hmm. we probably would not be the people to like claw our way to the top. Right. So this is, this is not, you know, this is, I mean, this is a book for everyone, but it's especially a book for people who, who don't necessarily aren't you know, super inclined to just be like the hardest person working person they know. That's not necessarily their MO. They're like not taking themselves so seriously. Right. It's like how to have a career without being this, this naturally, you know, insane high powered business right. woman. Like if you're not that girl who like is like that, 
this is the book for you. And that's totally okay. Even though I did win most likely to succeed in high school. You so. did. <laughs> so you should read the book because because of that. Well, well I'm just thinking, I, like, I did how the, did I win that? I did win I'm the like, creativity <laughs> award. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At graduation. Oh, yeah. So I won the humanities award. promotion. What does that mean? I don't know. Like social, like I was good at social sciences. Like, oh. like English and so as history. you know we were as much as we, <laughs> we were trying to nerds. yeah we tried to make it seem like we're like we no. were like too cool to Here, take ourselves seriously we're like here's the thing I think both of us worked much harder in high school than we did after high school that's true like we we I mean we we went to a very competitive high school I think where it was sort of like it was it, like cool to work hard it was cool to work hard yeah. right then we went to college and we were like okay everyone here's crazy I love school do you ever miss school I, I miss school every day I would love a <laughs> you're notebook. highlighting books like you're trying you're like going out of your way to find things to like highlight and take notes on yeah I mean you like if you follow any any of the betches instagrams like diet starts tomorrow or the betches and also highlighted like, books what's it called it, it's called books highlight but if you okay <laughs> if you already follow the betches up and diet starts tomorrow I'm the one who is always highlighting excerpts from books so I actually just started my own Instagram called at books highlighted yeah. where it's literally just books highlighted because I really like to so in read case you guys are wondering if we were cool in high school <laughs> <There's your answer. laughs> right I feel like we were like one way and then we went like the opposite it's totally cool to care I was like I it was, was telling, cool to care I was telling my boyfriend I was like yeah I love class participation he's like you're that girl I'm like yeah, yeah. School, is, school, school, is is cool. school is great the stakes are pretty low you know yeah. like you, you don't have to constantly be like, like obsessively working to do well in school. It's kind of like already organized for you. You just have to like get on the grind and like get on and like right. do your shit. Right. And also that's what I liked about it. There's right. like you don't have to like be moving yourself forward. Someone after after you graduate school, then it's like right. the task of moving forward is on you. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I don't like about real life is that in school, it's all very easily regimented, like complete this assignment right. correctly. Go to this class at this time Take twice the, a week. Right. Study for the test. I was even thinking like the tests that we took were pretty easy in the sense that like it wasn't like they ever showed you something you had to like figure out random like just figure it out like in right. college like when tests were hard like you it was pretty much like you did the thing you did like the math problem like in class choice. and then you just like did the same exact thing on the test and it was just it's perfect for girls like us who are like smart but not the most proactive right and yeah. we were the ones who wrote when's happy hour i so. definitely yeah i definitely miss um school look but here's anyway. the thing we like a work-life balance let's be honest we just like a work-life balance should like a, that's the key to happiness is it balance is. in everything balance balance in nutrition fitness work yeah. family yeah social life like everything's about balance yes definitely. anyway check out the book you just made me want to read it again just push it's great it. it's great if you're a girl if you're someone who cares about your career but you're also like not annoying you will like this book. Yeah. I mean, and I'm saying it's great not to compliment myself, but because I only wrote a third of it right. pretty much. So but we can compliment. So each the other. other chapters were also very exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's get to the, to the good stuff. Haley, Haley Baldwin is engaged to Bieber. When I got that notification, I like, I, I, get, I, I don't was, understand what happened. I thought he was dating Selena Gomez. No, that was before. And then he dated a girl named champion and now he's dating. Now he's, what do you think? He's been dating Haley Baldwin. Um, psychosis I don't know like why would he is he having like a quarter life crisis I don't understand that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying First, I, uh, this upsets me on a few levels as you know I'm a Deep. huge Bieber Bieber Selena Gomez Stan Stan what Stan what Stan Stan means like you're a fan of their relationship yeah, it's I'm sort of like for them it's you're shipping Bieber uh, and Selena yeah. yes <laughs> I am and so like I this is a zero percent gonna last 
this is like the most ridiculous thing ever. Oh yeah. Um, I don't even think they'll get married. It's kind of why like, did they you do know why that? everyone gets all these couples are getting engaged. It's like they have too much money. Here's the thing. Like if you're engaged to a normal person, you have to like save up and like, I understand like the engagement, like I think engagement rings are like, a little stupid. Like the fact that you have to buy like a $30,000 diamond is like uh, kind of absurd. But if the, I were a man, I'd be right. more mad about it. The to be good honest. thing, <laughs> the good thing about it though, is that it makes you real. You people aren't like proposing like left and right. Like you have to like put some effort and thought into like doing this. Like it takes months to like find the ring and like design and right. like pick Make the right sure one. You want to do it. Right. It's a very large monetary investments, which makes you take everything like a lot more seriously. But for these Bieber, like this is like a, a drop in the, in the, I don't think it's all it? a bucket, a bucket, the drop. Yeah. This, yeah, Drop this, in the bucket. Right. This isn't like a... I don't think the only like bad thing about it is about the money, though. I think it's the fact that like they're sort of devaluing like engagement. It's just like, oh, I'll... Like engagement is becoming like, oh, it's just like dating someone. Well, it's also probably like when you're a pop star, everything is like so great. Like everything is like so... Like big and huge and like you're always going to the nicest restaurants you're going on private planes you're going to the best vacations right so it's like you kind of get kind of numb to like exciting things right so that you kind of always have to just like kick it up a notch maybe that's also why they get engaged so fast because they're like what am i gonna do to top like the fact that i just like took a yacht i was like i was like on a yacht with Gigi hadid last week and i was just like literally doing whatever the fuck i want all the time like how am i gonna like now like activate that part of my brain that gets excited about something right like it's an addiction to an exciting to exciting right stuff. to an exciting life because they you already have a really exciting life sometimes i feel like i have that um mm-hmm. not at that level obviously mm-hmm. but like okay here's an example like you know how we used to like get like we we still do get a lot of like stuff for free from right. the office so it, getting stuff for free like from work used to be so exciting to me yeah and now i'm like get excited by like one or, you know, every few things has to be really, has has to be to be really, really cool. good. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So that's on our level. We're not like insanely rich and famous. Right. These people are like a billion times that. Mm-hmm. So like for us, no, I, I get, get excited over like a lotion. Well, you think about it also. Yeah. Like I like lotion too, <laughs> yeah. but um, you think about it. It's kind of like when we were, we went to like a, we went to a very like, we went to public school, but there were a lot of Jewish people and like a lot of extravagant, like materialistic people. Yeah. So you'd have like bar a, you'd have a bar mitzvah. You'd have like sometimes like two or three bar mitzvahs a weekend, right? Yeah. And they were all weekend. they're all like these like fifty thousand dollar parties, probably at least more, maybe more. And like for a normal kid, like in the, in America, like going getting to go to one of these parties once a year would be like so cool. Like you get sweatpants, you get like a photo booth, you get like like yeah. oh my god, there's like. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. But like when we were in middle school, they were every week that you were just kind of like, oh, here's another one I right. have to go to. They like, were exciting in the beginning. Right. And then they got really boring. There, are, I feel like we went to bar mitzvahs that are going to be nicer than my wedding. Probably. I'm not spending that much. Right. Because I don't care about much spending money that on my 13 year old. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, same. Go to, I would rather. Who doesn't even I, appreciate I would, it. I would take, I, here's the thing. I remember like being offered like, oh, we, we could take a vacation or we like to Israel right. or we could have a party. And it's I, the worst I age to offer on, that to someone. Right, right. Right. I plan on being like, you don't have an option. Right. We're going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe to Israel and then somewhere, you know, like Greece or something. I don't know. <laughs> Already planning my kids' apartments. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just too much right that's the worst age the worst age to offer someone to that is when they care the most about like social, social. conformity and like looking good next to their peers it's like oh do you want something that's going to make you look great and i have to spend a lot of money on that's going to impress a lot of people that you won't care about and like in like a couple yeah. years or do you want like yeah. a meaningful lasting memory 
with your family. And right. Obviously, and no more, th- where you right. can become more worldly and cultured. Right. No 13 year old is going to pick um, worldly and cultured. No, they're not. Right. Here's the thing. I, what I wanted, what I feel like I was looking forward to most about my bat mitzvah was being the center of attention. And I remember on the day of like of the, my bat mitzvah being like very uncomfortable with all the attention right. that I had so looked forward to having. And now I'm like, fuck, I should have taken the vacation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I hated my mom. I, I was like, it was like the pinnacle of my like awkward stage. I was like, not very social. I probably didn't have like a ton of people there. And like, I was just, I didn't like any of the, I don't yeah. like being the center of attention. I didn't like, like any I of thought it. I did. And I learned that I did. I think it was like literally my most awkward moment, like year moment, like everything. Really- like I look back at the, I look at those pictures even. And I'm like, Oh, I like, I like, feel for myself because yeah. like I didn't even know how weird I was. It really is <laughs> the worst time of right. your life. You're like uh, you're literally on the cusp of right. being sweet like, 16s make so much more sense. Yeah. It, or even like those eh. quinceañeras like you're like at least you're like you have like a little bit of a sense of like what the fuck is going on or like your life or right. like right. who you're trying to be even if that person eh, is like you don't really more so than 13. Well right 13's like you're getting your period age. Right. Or well, like, that's why that's why it is because yeah. like you're becoming a woman. Right. I guess it has some real meaning to it. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Back to Baldwin and Bieber. So he actually used to date her before and then they broke up like one, one of the times he was broken up right, with Selena. Yeah. I've seen. So it's like, I guess not technically sort of four weeks. It's just. Okay. But at the same time, it's, it's four weeks. Right. Unless he was like, hooking up with her kind of the whole time. But like, I just don't see that as like being his, I just don't person. understand why he did this. Like it doesn't make any sense. I mean, like, what's why the did benefit? He... he wants to be married to Haley Baldwin. I don't think he thought about being married when he made this decision. I feel like it was sort of like a weird impulsive thing. I feel like Bieber is known for like large romantic gestures. Is he like that obsessed with her? Like, I feel like at the end of the day, everyone knows Bieber and Selena are like, they're going to be together. There's no way that he's not thinking about Selena right now. I'm they thinking about were, Selena right now. What do you too. think she's thinking? She's probably devastated. If I mean, yeah, she was just like cooking up with him like a month were, ago. No, not a month ago. It was, it was like probably like five months ago. They were like, no, when they went to church together, I feel like it was like, was that five months ago? I feel like it was like uh, two. No, no, no. It was more. It was definitely more. It was like, I think it was, I don't even know if it was in 2018. Right. Or it was like in the winter. But either way, this is the perfect week because Betches is launching a new podcast tomorrow. Oh yeah. And it this is really special. Or actually What's, when you when you hear this, it will have launched yesterday. Out. It comes out <laughs> Tuesday okay. of this week. So July 10th. Um it is being hosted by the girls Slapped who comes run- out on Tuesday. It comes out today. Because Slapped comes out on Tuesdays. Oh, right. Okay. We're recording mm-hmm. this on Monday. It's hard to keep track. So the new podcast is coming out today. It is run. It is being hosted by the girls who run the, the account comments by, by celebs. celebs and Kelly Ripa is the first guest and they're definitely going to be touching on this conversation. So you guys should for sure check it out. It's called the comments by celebs podcast. And of course you should rate review and subscribe. It's going to be awesome listen to it. I'm excited. I'm very excited for it. They are like savants about celebrity shit. It's very crazy. Yeah. I can't keep up anymore. I'm getting too old for this game. I can't either. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Baldwin and Bieber. Yeah. Like, that's like pretty big. See, I don't even, I feel like Selena and a lot of girls he's dated are way prettier than her. Not that like, I want to come at her for her looks right now, but I don't know. Selena's got like an interesting look. I, I think love Selena's her. Beautiful. I don't know why. I think she's beautiful too, but like not in like a way that's like annoying. Yeah. Not in like a, like, she has like a a look that's like distinctive and not just like I'm like a model or right. whatever look. She's got like 
a body and a right, yeah, yeah she's like hispanic she's got a and if you ever if you ever guys get bored you should wikipedia selena gomez she's had quite the life yeah and she continues to have quite the life yes especially with this engagement and also you know that bieber thinks i mean bieber obviously thinks she's hot so right i just don't get why he wouldn't i okay back when the bieber and selena were like going to church and hockey games and shit mm-hmm. i thought he was gonna propose to her yeah and he probably like had the same ring and was like, who am I going to give it to? Well, maybe Selena's parents, they were, they were Selena's mom or I don't know about parents, but her mom was really, does really doesn't like him. I'm sure. So, so, I mean, yeah. yeah, he's like driven her insane. So yeah, he's like driven her to like rehab. Yeah. So she really doesn't like him. So I think that, yeah, that, that might have been. No, don't worry, Selena. There's no way this is going to last. Yeah. So yeah, we have to tell you guys about this amazing new service that we found. It's called Framebridge. Um, they make it really easy and affordable to frame your favorite things like art prints and posters, but also like travel pics if you're taking them, like couples pics or breaks with your friends that you want to like put in a frame, decorate your apartment. Yeah, amazing to decorate with. And basically, here's how it works. You go to framebridge.com and you upload your picture or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in the actual physical pieces. Um, You preview the item online, any frame style, choose your favorite or get recommendations from like one of their designers who are very talented. And their expert team will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door and ready to hang. Instead of like the hundreds you could pay at like a framing store, the prices at Framebridge start at $39 and all of their shipping is absolutely free. Plus... For all of you guys, you'll get 15% off your first order at framebridge.com when you use our code BETCHES. So that's B-E-T-C-H-E-S. That's like really, really exciting. And I've I've personally tried to get my stuff framed before I heard of Framebridge and it's really, really expensive. And this is actually 10 billion times easier. It's one of those things they don't tell you about being an adult. I know, (laughs) it's really though. And it, it makes life so much easier. And like you get to sort of go through so many different options that they have like so many different types of frames that it'll match your pictures. I've printed stuff from Instagram. I've printed stuff from like family photos. And so it's really, really amazing. Makes experience. it really easy. Yeah. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code Betches. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. That's framebridge.com, promo code Betches. Framebridge.com, promo code Betches. And briefly, let's talk, we can talk about this on further episodes since I don't know if we have time to really get into it. But have you seen, do you see Starb Objects? I did. I'm like, I, the first episode wasn't like amazing, but I I'm intrigued. It. I'm intrigued. I didn't love it. I read the book. Oh, you love read the, the book. book. Okay. I read the book. I read years dark, ago. I read dark, dark, dark places. places. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's all the deal. same kind of shit. Yeah. Um, it's no, it doesn't feel like Gone Girl. It's, yeah. It, okay. Me. Gone Girl it's was no, a great book. Yeah. I mean, though, I loved all those books. It's not, it wasn't as good as, okay. I don't think Sharp Objects is as good as Big Little Lies. I don't think it's as good as Succession, but I do think it's better than True Detective. So season, far. season one or two or both one okay Interesting. it felt a little bit like true detective but i was disappointed that it wasn't as good as succession amy adams is like a big little i like her but then sometimes i'm like i'm over you i don't know do you know what i, I mean f- like i'm like I sometimes lo- she looks a little dead in the eyes yeah i think she's kind of supposed to in this show also right. the one who the girl who plays the young amy adams is yeah. it I'm okay. sure you haven't seen that. I have like not. A, but when I was watching it, it came out in like October. I was like, this girl looks exactly like Amy Adams. I don't know what's going on. And then like <laughs> I saw her last night and I was like, is that Amy Adams? No, it's like the it's her playing. Yeah. She looks just like her though. Yeah, she, she does. She looks like exactly like her. I'm like, are I, they related? Maybe this entire project came about because someone saw it and was like, that girl is it has to play young Amy Adams. <laughs> she looks exactly like her. It's like freaking me out. Yeah. Anyway, that's crazy. let's okay. do some emails. Okay. Um, 
these are both job emails, I think. Right. Right. What what better uh, time? What? Who better to tell you than the than the girls who just talk shit about working for the proactive best. girls? Right. <laughs> I mean, we, we're here, so it's right. fine. Do you want to okay. read the first one? Dear bitches. No, I just have a lot of feelings. Hi, all. Love all the Betches pods, advice, and looking forward to your new book. Thanks. Thanks. So I would consider myself a pretty liberal Betch. However, political and ideological beliefs are topics I tend to stay away from in the office. I live in Louisville, Kentucky, so there tends to be some more conservative viewpoints. I started a new job about six weeks ago, so I'm still in a training period. There have been a few times I felt uncomfortable by comments my two managers have made. They are pretty political and super conservative. I just let them go and don't engage in any debates. However, this morning, one manager came in showing a video on his phone of him and my other manager. They've been friends since high school, neighbors now, heckling protesters outside of an event they attended last night. Turned out they had gone to see Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson is famous among right-wing men and has been quoted saying, feminists have an unconscious wish for brutal male domination. Um, so not only are they both reading this his book, but they paid to see him speak, then heckled protesters at the event, videoed that, and showed it off in the office. What do I do? Do I even want to work for people who have these beliefs? Tell them that kind of thing makes me uncomfortable. They've been condescending towards me in the past about lifestyle choices, such as I don't really eat processed foods or condescending and laugh at me anytime I say anything not work-related, even though they ask me questions about not work-related topics. They were very generous giving me PTO for two long weekend trips. I took my first five weeks of work. In total, they gave me five PTO days that I used despite their normal policy. You get five days after three months with the company. Besides the office environment, I like my job and it pays well. Should I start applying for new jobs? Tell them I'm uncomfortable, even though with their attitudes, I think this might make it worse. They're your average Trump voter stereotype. Although this is not something I picked up in my interviews or the first couple of weeks. There's not really an HR to per HR person to talk to. And I honestly am worried saying anything would make it worse. Or am I being dramatic and need to just put my head down, do my job and leave? Fuck the patriarchy. Help uncomfortable office bitch. This is an interesting question. I'm just gonna... <laughs> it's a little different than the ones we usually get. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay. I have a story that happened to me recently. Okay. Um, so I was on a boat with my boyfriend's friends. His parents like have a boat and took us out on it. Mm -hmm. And did I never met them? And they, his dad, like all like out of nowhere, would start like talking about like political things, and was it became evident. Your very boyfriend's quick. dad? No, no, no. The friend's dad. Okay. Yeah. The family friend. His family friend. His 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 friend's dad. The friend okay. who owned the boat. Okay. So the guy who like owns the boat is like talking about all these political things and like in like spewing crazy like i don't right. even know okay. like it was one of those like rants and he and he would bring it up out of nowhere like no one was talking about politics the conversation's not around politics like it was we're on a boat like right you know so kind of I mean? starting trying to start shit like okay. he would just bring it up out of nowhere and he did it like four times throughout the course of the day and we're on this boat for like six hours and he it, it got to the point where i was like afraid that he would just suddenly bring it up again and just rant and i felt so uncomfortable because the things he were saying were straight out lies and like right. just crazy and i literally just sat there staring into space like well it's so like you're on his boat so right. like right what and are you like, gonna you do you can't escape right like, you can't like i can't it's not like i could leave right like and i was so uncomfortable i i i don't even know how i held my tongue mm -hmm. i mean i do because it was uncomfortable but this can this is an ex like i can imagine how uncomfortable she must feel like right because it's like you're just saying like these people are just saying things out of nowhere it's not like there's like even a, a right. reason well i try to like just to play the devil's advocate for them like we really we obviously are in a pretty like liberal environment we live we our office is pr pretty liberal 
um, if there was a conservative person in the office, I can imagine them feeling a similar way to yeah. her about things that we say. We're like someone, you, you know, like you strongly disagree with it. The people won't stop talking about it. Um, and like, I think there's, there's like, there's no, I don't, I'm not really positive of like the exact right answer. I think that like, it depends how much it bothers you. Right. Well, here's the thing is our political conversations relevant in your office. Cause I mean, here, the reason I don't, I try not to, and I don't think other people bring up politics except in contexts where it's like, you're talking about something for right, work. For like we're work, a media like, company. Right, like news related. You're talking about things that happen. If this is like a company that makes like, I don't know, umbrellas, like why right. do they need it's to talk necessary. about it? Yeah. You know, like I don't, I don't know what this person is doing exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that like, the, the, how, well, yeah, how much do you have to like the people you work with? It's not just almost- like it's it's not just like because like you can like people who are who are Trump supporters if you're not like you could like them like for everything. Doesn't sound other- like she likes them. But I think she she says like she didn't even pick up on it originally. Like right. she thought that they were like normal and like I mean I guess they probably are normal other right. than their beliefs. To them, to them, she's not normal. Yeah, to them, right. she's like a crazy liberal hippie who like. I don't know, like eats her placenta. Like right. who the fuck knows? Like they, they literally think crazy things about liberals. They yeah. think that like, yeah. So I mean, pers- I personally, I think that I would apply for a new job. I think it depends on your threshold for, for that kind of stuff and how much it bothers you. If it really bothers you and it makes you uncomfortable at work. I don't think the solution is, is necessarily always to like only, hang, only be around people who share the same views as you. No, I don't think that's but, necessary. Like, I think if if views are like sh- like sharply contrasted and it makes your work environment uncomfortable, then yeah, I think you can look for for another job. But like, I don't. I think if they were like slightly different than yours, it'd be. I don't know. Well, here's the you thing. Know what I'm saying like, well, like, should we only be trying to be around people who are just like us? No, but this isn't about like. This isn't like. Oh, she has like a friend who she's like saying I can't be friends with anymore because of their beliefs. She's like, I really feel uncomfortable at work, and it's. And I also think that the things that th- these aren't just like casual supporters. These are like people who will say things like who support a man who says things like feminists have an unconscious wish for brutal male domination. Like someone who thinks that or like really supports that viewpoint is like maybe a bit too far. Like it's not, it's not like a situation where you can necessarily like coexist with something like that. Right. And I think if you had a friend, if if, again, if you had a friend and you were like, I don't agree with my friend, should I stop? Should I unfriend them? Like in life, Mm -hmm. I would say like, no, you should just stay away from politics because then you could talk about it and be like, let's just not talk about this. Right. Like it's fine. But what this, like these people are, it sounds like these people share very different values than you. Yeah. At the end of the day. So maybe you want to find somewhere where not necessarily everyone agrees with you and everything, but you have similar values and you feel more comfortable. It's also not right. And it seems like they make you uncomfortable in other ways, like like making fun of her lifestyle choices because she doesn't eat processed foods. Like they probably think right. she's like, I would start, I would start by saying like, Hey, like, like I really like working here, but like, I feel sometimes like uncomfortable. I think and you can, you're entitled to say that. Like sometimes I feel uncomfortable by like the kind of conversations that are going around here. And like, I don't, I don't like to be made. I don't, I feel kind of targeted and made fun of when, when I talk about non work related things. Okay. 
I really think that she should not say that because that's like the entire conservative like philosophy is like liberals can't handle anything libtards like you have they have to be in a safe space like they will mock the shit out of her if she says but that. But that's like is that illegal are they legally allowed to do that? Oh yeah I mean what it's not discrimination based on any of the classes that are protected. Well, if they're mocking her in private who cares? Because they might because it becomes like. I'm saying if that doesn't work if they're becoming like I think she should start applying now and if she, you know, maybe she could say something, but I think that if she says something, it's going to make it worse because they're going to be like, I think like if, if these people are nice, normal people and they just happen to have different views than you, which I'm not really sure what that, what the deal is. Like maybe they are normal, like fine people and they just like don't, they just like are, are in the, an environment where like everyone has those beliefs and they have those beliefs. I think if you ask them nicely without seeming like whiny or annoying or like, or trying to like, be, I like, don't think don't cry. I, like I think if you if you're just like hey like I like love working here but like I sometimes feel uncomfortable like would you mind like not I doing that if someone said that to me I would yeah but you aren't that these people like the, these are these these are very very right wing people and first of all I didn't even know who Jordan Peterson was I but I is either but right because it's that far to the right and this like when you get that far to the right the beliefs that exist there are like they think that every liberal is like a crybaby. And can't handle anything. And if she says that, she's just going to be confirming that to them. I think she should not say anything. And I think she should probably look for a new job where she's not as uncomfortable because it's not just it's not just about working for people who you don't agree with. It's OK to work for people who you don't agree with if there's like respect. It sounds like these people are incredibly disrespectful. Well, that's why I'm saying she should just try to like not going to work with them. Okay. I, think they, I think I think she could say like. it and if it doesn't work, she leaves. It's like, what's the harm in saying yeah. some, maybe, maybe people, people surprise you and people just assume Fine. people are going to act a certain way. We don't really get much progress done. If you could assume someone like might understand where you're coming from, then, you know, like, yeah. I, think I don't, I don't think you can take situation. as a whole, like all conservative thinks, no, I wouldn't liberals or like crybabies. No, I don't think every conservative thinks that. You I think, think these, these people, well, based on what she's saying about them, are people who I think, think that. there's no harm in 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 stating your thoughts. And if it doesn't work, then yeah, you, you should, should leave. look for jobs before you state your thoughts, though. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> get some interviews on the calendar. Yeah, let's do another one. I'm not saying this about everyone. I'm obviously don't think this about every person who is conservative or supports Trump. I'm saying like based on the other things that she says about them, That's that they're like they're on this on that level. Hi, Batches. I'll start with the obvious obsession I have for you guys. I started an internship and spend the entire day binging Batch Slapped as I put together PowerPoints and get coffee. <laughs> nice. You can tell by the internship that I'm pretty young, about to be a senior in college. I go, I go to a beautiful, small California school. That sounds lovely. I know. And I have an amazing group of friends. Needless to say, I can't wait to get back after the summer. We're all living in a huge house together, and I'm super excited. I have a slight problem, though, and I'm hoping you guys can help out. Our friend group has stuck together through thick and thin, and I can undoubtedly say these girls will be my bridesmaids one day. But you know those friends you love, but sometimes don't always like? Yeah, that situation. One of our friends is not exactly the greatest friend 100% of the time. She demands attention, is incredibly self-centered, and is not always super moral. Her last big blackout, she threw a glass bottle at one of our friends, told another to go fuck themselves, yelled at a stranger to jump off a bridge, etc. <laughs> she also cheats on her boyfriend constantly, which whatever, that's her business. Except her boyfriend and mine run in the same friend group and live together. I see him almost every day and feel so guilty knowing all of this, even though it's clearly not my place to speak up about it. She's incredibly bad at taking criticism and tends to lash out, get angry and refuse to change. I'm trying to enjoy my last college days with my best batches. And I don't know how to handle this situation with her. If it continues to escalate, all of us are pretty done with her shit. And with the exception of this, of this don't really have any drama in our friend group. Do we confront her about her actions? Even if she takes it poorly, sincerely too young to know what to do Too old, not to care. Wow. 
Okay. Your friend sounds like she has some like, you know, personal issues that she should probably see a therapist about. Um, what if she doesn't think there's anything wrong with her? The girl who has the problems. Yeah. I mean, people with problems often don't think there's anything wrong. That's, that's how you know they have really big problems. Right. That's like, I think you it. can like distance yourself in a non-dramatic way. Okay. Although it's tough. It's obviously tough when you live with someone. It's yeah. I don't think this is going to end well. If you like actually try to like exile her from your crew. Right. She doesn't sound like she would take that well. Yeah. She sounds like she might throw some shit at you. Here's the thing. In college, sometimes you have to tolerate some people that you wouldn't necessarily be best friends with in the real world. And if you, as long as you kind of just like manage your expectations of like what they're going to be like, and then therefore like act accordingly, like if you know she's crazy or she's like acting like she's, she's not necessarily like rational, I would just like avoid putting her in any situation where that irrational thing is going to like really affect you. Yeah. And also I would not try to like make the group gang up on her because that will make her like an animal in a corner and she will like freak out even more. Right. I think you can, it's like a year you can like manage. We dealt with lots of crazy people for yeah. many years. Lots of people dealt with us. <laughs> <laughs> right. We were the crazy yeah. people. Sometimes you're the crazy ones. Sometimes other people are crazy. I think it's like if she doesn't, if she doesn't seem like the kind of person who's going to change or like accept you speaking to her rationally and telling her how you feel about some of her actions. I would just go the route of like, this is my friend, but based on the fact that we've been friends, yeah, she's like going to be in this group for the next year. And like, you don't have to be the closest person with her, but I wouldn't like start shit. It seems unnecessary. I think this girl could change. She's just not going to change in college. in college. Yeah. Because like in college, your habits like converge to be too to like fuck you up even more. Like always like, when you're drinking multiple days a week, that means you're hungover like most days. Right. And it becomes like, you can't it's get out like, of this it's cycle. Like a bubble. Yeah. You're like not, nothing is changing enough to like, to yeah. like twist you into shape. Yeah. You're also probably not, right. You're not experiencing like serious consequences for your actions. Mm -hmm. you, like everyone around you is also doing like kind of fucked up things. Like I doubt like you, like this girl and her friends are like, perfect you know like right. sitting around properly like sipping tea like every night like they're probably also like doing things that are like you say like your 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 boyfriends are in the same friend group yeah. and they live together like i'm sure they're not that's living not yeah. in like a fancy nice house that's like totally clean like it's college everyone kind of like acts a little bit right and then once up. you're living on your own after college or you can choose your roommate you can be like you don't need to, you don't need to live right. with this girl at all. Yeah. And you don't need to like tell her your secrets or be super close. You can just like kind of have a civil, like fine relationship and yeah. just ride it out. And like, I'm sure in some ways she's fun or else you probably wouldn't hang out with her at all. Right. You wouldn't have started hanging out with her. Right. I'm not going to say it, but I, I, I remember having a roommate in college who was like, did crazy shit too. Oh, right. And yeah. um, it was just sort of like stay clear. Right. You're not going to like, like change. You're not going to yeah. change her. She was fun. She was very fun to like drink with and mm -hmm. like chill and watch TV and like order and delivery. And like, that was great. But like, right. And she and I never argued because she was most of the time arguing with like her boyfriend. Right. Um, But so I would just steer clear when she would like go into her crazy rages and like go in my room. So I agree. just do that. All right. Great. A few games. Let's do a game. All right, party BFF shoot. Haley Baldwin, Kendall Jenner, Selena Gomez. Um, I would 
party with Selena. I would no, I would be party with Kendall with Selena. I would party with Kendall, and I guess I would shoot Haley. Haley Baldwin. I just don't feel like she, there's much going on there with Haley. Yeah, she's probably fine, but like, well, she's right. Like, what does she do? I don't know. Who's her dad? Billy Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's something like I just don't get what she does. Yeah. I've she's never, not really like she's a model. Like she models. I wouldn't call her a model. It's a little too easy for her to be a model, too. I, th- I mean, like she's pretty, but like I don't know. She's fine. Selena I Gomez actually came don't from think, nothing. I personally don't think Haley Baldwin's like that much prettier than a lot of people. Like I could find a few people that we know who was prettier than her. Right. She's Especially given like her money and like um like her status as a Baldwin. Yeah, probably. I think a lot. She, yeah, nothing special. Yeah, I I think she's not great. Maybe she'll be good for Bieber. Mellow no, Mel. who knows? No, right. I wonder how Kendall feels about all this. She probably doesn't He's friends really with care. Harry Baldwin. Oh my god, she probably totally cares. Not just talking shit, right? I wonder like what shit they're all talking. Like, do you think Kendall and Gigi are texting about it? I think they're all like very self-absorbed, so they're probably a little annoyed that their the attention's not on them, but. Okay, but we're self-absorbed and we would text about it. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they're probably just talking a lot of shit about it. Right, right. Agreed. Because it's like, what else would you do? Okay. Shoot, fuck, marry. Bieber, Pete Davidson, and David Beckham. Oh, I meant Brooklyn Beckham. Sorry. Oh, Brooklyn Beckham. Bieber, Pete Davidson, and Brooklyn Beckham. Um, I think I'm going to have sex with Brooklyn Beckham, even though he's like 19. So I feel a little weird about it. Well, it's legal. So It is legal. He's he's cute and I like an accent. He's probably mature. Yeah. I guess I'd marry Pete Davidson. He seems like doting, at least. For like five minutes. Well, who's better? I probably would marry Brooklyn Beckham. And I would fuck mm. Bieber? No. I would shoot Bieber. Fuck him. Yeah. I would have sex with Pete Davidson because he has the big dick maybe energy. I'd, yeah, maybe I'd maybe I'd marry Beckham. Yeah, same. He's got the accent. And you have cool parents, in-laws. That's true. I wonder what it's like to be like in that family. They probably are all starving. <laughs> They're all You got to be very hungry in that family. Yeah. Very hungry, very thin, very yeah. well dressed. Although what's his name was a soccer player, so I'm sure he ate something. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, they probably like Yeah. I feel like it'd be cool to be the daughter. I feel like, like they're probably just, a very sexual family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you get that vibe? Naked house. Naked house. I can see that. Yeah. I, f- yeah, I right. agree. Would you rather get married to your boyfriend after four weeks or 14 years? Mm, probably four weeks. Right. But yeah. like, I wish it was 14 years. Cause like, what's the difference? But like, probably I won't think I'd want to wait that long. Yeah. Well, what would the, what would the 14 years be like? Like, be would like, you be you stressed him, about whether you're like, going to you get married? 27 and then you marry him at 41. Okay. But am I stressed about whether or not we're going to get married? Like all 14 years? Or do I know it's going to happen by at the end six, of the 14 years? You might years? be like a little, I don't know. It's like, he's like, I'm not ready yet. If, if someone was like telling me for like more than after like four years that they were like not ready yet, mm-hmm. I'd be like, goodbye. So you'd rather get married four weeks. Yeah, then you can just like get a divorce. It's a lot. And you waste less time altogether yeah, on the person. Yeah, that's true. Although like anyone who wants to marry you in under four weeks has got like their own issues. Yeah, that's true. Anyone I want to marry in four weeks, I have the issues. Yeah, maybe it's a codependency thing. I, uh, like here's the thing. thing. Like 
if you want to marry someone in four weeks, don't you know that it like it could like four weeks ago, like like that's what I'm saying. I don't think they like get what marriage is even. I think right. I think for them it's just like it's like getting a tattoo. It's like a proclamation of my love that like why not? Okay, but the tattoo is like right. I guess the tattoo is more (laughs) permanent. It's more permanent. I'm saying. Think about all the tattoos they have. Like, are you like shocked? Right. I just feel like it's weird. Like maybe they just don't see marriage the same. That's what I'm saying. I feel like like I'm trying to only get married once. I hope he's really trying. There's no way he doesn't have a prenup. They probably don't have one yet. It's been like a day. Yeah. I just feel like I'm really only Britney Spears got married like in Vegas. Yeah. And then like got divorced very shortly after. Right. Maybe another thing I was thinking about was like, maybe they, they think that this is like part of the normal course of celebrity, like have one weird marriage situation. Right. Well, the stakes aren't that high for them, I guess. Like, especially if they have like lawyers writing up like a prenup, it's just like, Oh, here's like this fun thing we're going to like do. Do you feel like when people get to like a certain level of fame that like, almost everything sort of loses its meaning. Yeah, I could see that. Like, because you've had so much like extremeness in your life that mm-hmm. like you can't actually see things like for the value that they are. Right. Well, I think I mean, everything starts to mean something different than it does to like your like late people, lay people. Like it just does. Like it just, every, everything is different meaning. Like, and it's true. Like for everyone, like marriage has a different meaning for us than it would for like someone who's like a very little means or like someone of very, very high means. Like it just, it means different things. Like depending on your situation, it means different things to every person. Right. Honestly, that's like, true. Like that's true. And so maybe, yeah. in the, in the sub genre of celebrity, it means like something very different from that. But I think like for every single person, it means something else too. Right. I feel like when we were younger, there was more of like a common understanding, like of the definition of marriage, or maybe we were just like in a, in a bubble. I think we just didn't understand society. It's like, what is marriage right. anyway? Like a legal contract binding me to you forever that I like want <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow it was ingrained in me that I would like like to pursue. Okay, <laughs> if if there was like no weddings, no engagement rings, no honeymoons, no photos, no Instagram likes, do you think people would care as much about like getting engaged and getting married? I think it's good now. for like preserving the family unit. Sure. Like okay, people, I think I think the only, I personally think the only reason to get married is to have kids because yeah. it protects your children. Right. Otherwise, like, why not just be together and live together? Right. But what I mean is like, let's, let's say our generation, I'm not talking about like past generations because they didn't have like what things weren't as like extravagant. Do you feel like people would be as like eager to do it? Probably not. Like if there was no external validation, all it was, was like you and a contract and like a city hall and then you live together and, and people did get married though for Right. I'm saying now I'm saying, do you think that people like in our generation would care as much about getting married if there wasn't all the shit around it? I feel like they care less about getting married. No, but I'm saying the people who do get married. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think our parents and our generations before us have gotten married, so they might feel the same. I, I know, but I guess maybe. All right, more on that next time. But thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Email us at slapped at betches.com if you have any questions or comments or concerns or need some advice. Okay, bye. Bye. Betches.